Welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Experts Podcast. I'm your host, James May, here with Richard Berman, who has been in real estate for a little over six years. Richard, how are you? I'm doing excellent. How are you doing today, James? Doing good. Every day is good. Every day is good. Uh, Richard, where are you calling in from? I'm here from Reno, Nevada. Are you familiar with Lake Tahoe? I am. I am. I have some friends who who travel out there quite often, actually. Okay. Yeah, so we're like 30 minutes just down the mountain. Okay, cool. That's awesome. And how long have you been out there? Pretty much my whole life. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, you've been in real estate for the last six years. What kind of, what kind of got you into real estate? Yeah. So, um, I've always wanted to be in real estate. I grew up with, uh, my grandparents, they owned a bunch of rentals and as like a kid, I would help them out. So I thought I would become a real estate investor. Yeah. And then I was working, selling automotive chemicals, like to dealerships and independent garages. Yeah. It, um, pretty, I became the top salesman for that company. I was number eight in the world. Dang. Wow. And I was making a decent income. I decided yeah. I was going to buy, um, like a fran pizza franchise because I okay. always like pizza. So I thought like, might as well. I like a Papa Murphy's or like a little Caesars yeah. or something. Right. And then it could just run itself while mm -hmm. I worked. And then I would just keep acquiring more franchises. And my wife at the time was working for our first real estate broker. Mm. And uh, he was like the smartest guy with money we knew. Mm -hmm. So I met with him because she's like, if you're going to buy a business, you got to talk to Alan. That was what his name was. And I met with Alan. We went and put a few offers in on these places through like bizbroker, you know, dot com mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah. And every time we would get to the due diligence part, we would be running the numbers and he would say, why don't you just become a real estate agent like you're gonna make more money and you don't have to manage employees all this stuff and so yeah. i asked him if you like you could make money selling real estate i didn't know yeah but he took me to his office and he used to be the top producer here in reno and so he opened his books up i saw his gross commission income and i'm like <laughs> it was like a movie on without movie wolf on wall street you know yeah yeah. I'm like the next day at the real estate office, getting my real estate license. And then six months later, I was selling real estate. Wow. That's awesome. Wow. That's awesome. So, so you did the automotive sales and then you jumped straight from there straight into real estate. Yep. Okay, cool. That's cool. That's funny that it, that it feels like it is straight from a movie. You go in, say, show me the the check for, for what was it? For 80,000, I'll do it. Yeah. That's, that's basically what I did. I thought I thought real estate would be really easy. Obviously, I didn't know. <laughs> and how are you? How have you been enjoying it so far? Do you like the decision? Do you wish you didn't? Or walk me through what's oh, what's it was the best with? decision I've ever made. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. What do you What do you like most about real estate? So, well, basically helping people. Yeah. Um, the second part I really like is the fact that we're really blessed in this business. Essentially, that like. We don't own any inventory. Mm -hmm. Somebody works really hard to give us mm -hmm. their house, essentially a percentage of the commission for their home, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, a percentage of their equity. And then we borrow their house for 90 days or what have you. And then mm -hmm. we get paid, paid a lot of money to do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. And so you said your wife was in real estate before you or yeah. she just worked at the broker? Yeah. So she was his buyer's agent. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So you, do you guys still work kind of, do you guys work together or do you guys just kind of do your own thing? Yeah. So how it started, basically I went out, got my license. Then 
he, uh, my first broker, he, he was very serious about this business. Mm -hmm. So before I could sell one home, I had to actually shadow him. So I shadowed him while I was going to uh, real estate school. Mm -hmm. And then once I got my license, he said that there's no part-time agents. And so he, I basically quit my job and started working for uh, myself right away. Yeah. And then um, he, at that point, basically transitioned Katie off his team. And then it was just her and I. Wow. So the first year in real estate was really tough. Yeah, definitely. And how is it? How is it now? Is it pretty steady or what's, what's yeah, it's really good. Now? So last year we did 63 transactions this oh, year. Beautiful. We're for 85. Beautiful. That's awesome. All, all in, in Reno or where are you guys? Where do you guys work? Reno, uh, Sparks, like the Northern Nevada area, Reno, okay. Sparks, Gardnerville, Carson city, Dayton. Yeah. 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 So how much longer do you guys want to be in real estate for? You you look young, you look, you look really young. So I feel like it's going to be another 30 years for you, but you know, for you personally, how long, how long do you want to be in there? Cause I know you said that you, you wanted to be once upon a time, a real estate investor, like are those dreams gone or like what's, yeah, what's so that's what basically we were doing is like the whole goal, the whole time was to like scale up our income mm -hmm. and then invest all yep. the extra income into real estate. Mm -hmm. So we've been, I bought our first property like back in 2012. Mm -hmm. We've been buying properties ever since. So wow, where? Yeah, where are we buying? Um, right now we're buying a lot of them in the Midwest because like it's mm. hard to find something that cash flow out here. Yeah, essentially we're buying them here. Um, we bought some in Phoenix, mm. Oklahoma. Is like yeah, yeah. After right now, yeah. Anywhere in Florida, I'm right next to I'm right next to to Disney World, so I know a lot of people invest over here. Are you guys kind of going towards Florida at all, or kind of just staying Midwest? So. I don't know much about Florida. We mm. have a family in Oklahoma, so that's kind of what made it Makes easy sense. for us to get into <laughs> that market. But like, yeah. yeah, I'm happy to talk to you about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. That's cool. I mean, I know there's a lot of people. The The biggest people buying here are New Yorkers. I actually had a podcast a little while ago. said a lot of Brazilians apparently are moving, are buying a lot of rental properties here. Um, And then I have a, a, a good buddy of mine who has, you know, made, what nine, nine figures in Airbnb over in Tampa. So I know Tampa is a phenomenal place if you want to do short-term rentals from what I've seen yeah. from him. Um, yeah. But yeah, I know, you know, some areas can be really good here. Some areas are really bad. Like if you're within five minutes of the parks, phenomenal, phenomenal. You go 10 minutes outside of the parks. Now it's like, okay, let me actually make sure this makes sense. Cause the numbers could change depending on where you're at drastically. So um, yeah. it's definitely worth for you guys to look into that. Obviously, People always come to Disney World and Universal, so it's obviously, obviously a decent market out here. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Awesome. That's cool. So, walk me through what 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 are the trends that you are seeing in mark in in real estate now that you may not have seen six years ago? Like, what's changed, and what have you noticed? I don't really think that anything's changed besides like the yeah. price, obviously the interest rates. Yeah. Um, but. I mean, the business, I think it's been the same since the beginning of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And what do you, what do you, what do you think about the, you know, there's a lot of people freaking out about these interest rates. A lot of people freaking out, freaking, you know, freaking out about these interest rates. What do you kind of think about, you know, what's, what's happening there? In regards to like, like, do you think that people are going to kind of come to grips with, you know, 3% is not going to happen. It could happen, but it probably isn't going to happen again. 
Like, do you think people are going to kind of start catching on that? Hey, look, the interest rates are kind of not going to drop drastically like they did in 2020. Yeah. I mean, obviously something has to happen there. I think mm -hmm. there's a lot of rumors right now that you'll see interest rates come down to like the 5%. Yeah. I think mm -hmm. if we could get interest rates in the 5%, we can see the transaction counts start going back up again mm -hmm. I think because the disparity between, you know, 3% and 5% is so not that much, but yeah. like now 3% to 7% is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And I know, I know one thing that's catching a lot of buyers eyes is these new builds, these new builds, at least out here in Florida, I don't know about where you're at, but these new builders are make uh, they're, they're doing a lot they're paying all closing costs for yeah. for a lot of the ones out here they're paying all closing costs they're buying interest rates down to 4.9 they're doing a lot out here to get a lot of people buying and they're building i don't know how you can build so much in in orlando um but th th they're building they're building so much so yeah do you guys kind of have anything similar to that in 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 nevada so yeah we're building i mean they're building quite a bit of homes out here mm -hmm. reno is kind of unique in the sense that we're a bowl if you will like we're surrounded by mountains on all sides yeah so by 2027 we're going to be out of out of buildable land really also okay. a desert so like the outlying areas were traditionally like you would just move kind of out right mm -hmm. They don't have enough water to support new infrastructure. Interesting. So I think Reno is really unique in the sense of like, kind of like the Bay Area, if you will, where yeah. eventually home prices is to be astronomical. Yeah, yeah, because you can't build anymore. Are you familiar? So you said you bought in in Phoenix. Are you familiar with Arizona or? Yeah. Okay. I I used to live in Tucson. That's just okay. two hours south. I lived there for about thirteen years and. You know, they're building out there a lot too. When I left, they're building a lot. But the biggest problem they have is they have like, they have one main road to go to these new neighborhoods. And these new neighborhoods are charging so much, but there's nothing there. The nearest grocery store is 20 minutes away. And so yeah. is that kind of what, what, what's happening in Reno is that they're, they're building a lot, but there's nothing near it. It's just too far out of the way. So there are a few subdivisions that they like built on that land and then there's nothing. Mm -hmm. They're now starting to put like, like they just put a hospital out there for the first time and they just opened the first grocery store. But yeah, there it is interesting because you do have to drive like 20 or 30 minutes before you can get to anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, they'll, they'll obviously they'll fix it. It's just, it's going to take a while to fix it. Right. Cause they're just trying to get as many people to move in as possible. But the nice thing about Reno is like really within 20 or 30 minutes, you're anywhere. Like really? Yeah. Yeah. Reno's it's definitely not like that small. here. <laughs> huh? I said, it's definitely not like that here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're really like a small, I think we're populations like just under 500,000. Okay. You know, believe it or not, Reno has a bigger population than Orlando. I think Orlando's a little under 400,000, but Orlando has something similar to like what Texas has. It's like you have Houston and you have a million cities all around it. The same thing with Orlando. Like you have Orlando, but then you have like Dr. Phillips, and then you have, you know, there's, there's just, you know, Davenport and Deland and Daytona. They're all 20 minutes, 30 minutes out of the city, but it doesn't count as Orlando. So right, um, right. I see that on the West Coast, though, because same thing with Tucson. Tucson was huge, massive, and there wasn't a bunch of different cities all around Tucson. It was just Tucson, and it was yeah. like Phoenix has that a little bit because you have Glendale and Chandler and stuff, but, you know, I'm seeing the big cities do that quite often. Yeah. So walk me through what your expertise is. Are you doing new builds or do you just kind of do everything? So I'm primarily a listing agent only. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm coached by Mike Ferry. That name sounds really familiar. Yeah. That, so, that name sounds familiar. Um, basically, it's almost all resale. Mm -hmm. You know, expired for sale by owners. Uh, we call around our listings, just listed, just sold, absentee owners. Okay. Yeah. And how much how much work are you doing to find these find these guys per day? Like, are you, you know, doing hundred cold calls a day, or are they kind of just flowing into you at this point? Yeah. Well, yeah. Now that like I built out a database, right? So probably yeah. forty percent of our business is database, and then the rest mm -hmm. is outbound calls. Um, I spend about three hours, three to four hours a day prospecting. Yeah. 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 Walk me through a prospecting looks like for you. What does it look like? Yeah. So I hop on, basically I get in here and get on the phone while I role play every morning, right. Yeah. With like another agent in a different market, different selling scenarios. Yeah. And then hop on the phone at eight o'clock and I'm calling, you know, the newest expires. Um, from there I'll call any cancels, uh, withdrawals, those types of things. Interesting. And on a for sale by owners. And then mm. from there database, right. Yeah. So get in touch with those people mm -hmm. and absentee owners or, um, just listed, just sold calls. Okay. That's cool. You, you talk about your database. How big is your guys' database? I assume it's hundreds and hundreds of people. Yeah. We're right around like 350. Okay. We haven't yeah. done as good a job as we should have probably building it up, but mm -hmm. yeah, it's about 350. Yeah. And how are you guys, how are you guys maintaining those client relationships? I mean, 350 people is a lot. So it's like, how are you guys yeah. maintaining these relationships? So they know that when they're ready to list, they're listening with you. Yeah, great question. So the first thing I think uh, we do is really well, like is good customer service while we're under contract. Mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. So when they're our client, uh, we really set the intention of making them our client for life. The second thing we do is like follow up with them really mm -hmm. good after the sale. So we'll call them a week after it closes, 14 days, uh, 30 days, and then every 90 days forever. Interesting. Wow. And what's the point behind, what's the point behind that? Well, so we want to call them within a week just to see kind of how they're settling in, see if they have any questions about the property, if they need anything from us, mm -hmm. um, you know, having a lot of listings, they're usually moving and then we have an agent that helps them buy. So like mm. we're seeing them settling on the other property or if they moved out of the area, we're just kind of seeing how they're settling in those places. The 90 days, typically because they're receiving like, or 30 days, they're receiving mail that maybe mm. they're unfamiliar with or have questions about or, you know, something like that. Then in 90 days, we're just constantly staying in touch with them to see if they have, you know, that were their real estate resource forever. So if they need anything or have questions, we know agents in other markets. So if they need something out there, we're happy to connect them with someone. Yeah, that's cool. I actually haven't heard yeah. anyone tell me that they're calling every 90 days. That's interesting. That's cool. Yeah. So we call them. That's a big thing. We call them. We call them on their birthdays. We call them on like the one year anniversary. Uh, we mail to them four times a year. And mm -hmm. then we have uh, two client events per year. Okay. Well, what do the client events look like? So we do one in the summer. We really enjoy baseball. Like the Aces, it's a triple A baseball team here in town. So we'll yeah. run out. A section of the stadium and then we mm -hmm. have a cater mm. with like normal stadium food hot dogs hamburgers cold yeah. beer soda, whatever mm -hmm. and we invite all the clients out to that and then we're doing one this year which is a, what we call our fall festival mm. 
So I have my own satellite office. Mm -hmm. So we'll, we're going to rent out like um party tents, you know? Yeah. And then we'll have games and stuff for the kids, like family game night, like um, different things of that nature around fall. And then the area here has like real pretty trees where they change colors. So then we have our like right around the corner from my office, they do like a lot of wedding photos and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So we did two photographers and then they're going to be able to take a hayride over there and do like their holiday photos. Okay. Wow. That's cool. I like that. That's cool. I haven't seen, you know, I don't, I don't think you get much of that here in, in, in Orlando. I mean, a lot of agents try to do the personal touches, but I haven't talked to anyone who is, you know, doing the, you know, going above and beyond like you guys, you guys are definitely going above and beyond and I'm sure, I'm sure sometimes it feels like a celebrity when you guys are walking around because everyone knows who you guys are. Yeah, it's cool because anytime we do an event, then what we do is we hire a photographer. They take mm -hmm. pictures of all the people interacting with us. Then we put together those in an email that we email out to our database. We don't really share it too much on social media basically because like some of our clients don't want sure. that. Yeah. All the other clients who didn't attend the event see that like, People mm. showed up, had a good time, et cetera. So it's another way to like stay top of mind. And yeah. then we send those photos so they can download those links and then they're welcome to share them on social media if they want. That's cool. That's really yeah. cool. And how big are those turnouts usually? How many people are usually showing up to those? Um, we get about 100, 120 people. That's not bad at all. That's not bad at all. And yeah. is it open to everyone or is it just your clients? Like how do you guys know like – Oh, you know, this is one of our clients who's in our database. He can come in or could any, could literally anybody go. Yeah. So you're going to be like somebody in our center of influence. Like we know you yeah. mm -hmm. or, um, somebody that did a transaction with us. Mm, it's not okay. really like anybody just off the street. <laughs> Have some, some guys just coming in and, uh, you know, yeah. stampeding the place. Yeah. We really, we're trying to look for like, the people that like our top 20 clients, they're always invited. And then mm. um, anybody that did a transaction with us, for sure. That's cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. How much of your guys' businesses is, is like referral base? Because I know that's huge. It's probably the biggest tactic I see nowadays. Yeah. So earlier I was saying, uh, I think what, 50, 40, 50% is database. database. So those mm -hmm. are either past clients or direct referrals of the database. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Direct referrals too. Okay, cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we get a lot of referrals, especially like from other professionals, like mm. attorneys that are in our database, financial advisors, those types of things. Yeah, that's awesome. And do you guys have like a specific broker you guys use and kind of just kind of, it feels like it's kind of like a done for you. Like if they work with you, everything's taken care of. Is that kind of like how you guys kind of run the operation? Yeah. That's cool. Yep. That's awesome. Makes it really seamless and stuff. That's cool. So walk me through kind of like what you guys are looking to do. You know, like we said, that this podcast, I like to feature like what the future looks like and kind of what you guys are looking to do to kind of grow. So last year you had 65. This year you yeah. said you want 85, right? Yeah. How are you guys going to get the the 85? How are you guys going to increase that by 20? What's the plan? So we're really, we look at our, our transactions every year and see what worked really well. And then we look at yeah. other areas where we think we could double down. And so one of the things we're focused on heavily this year is growing our database. We're trying to yeah. get that up to like 500. I think that would yeah. be a good number. The second thing is we're really adding people that do face-to-face -face business with other people. So like financial advisors, other professionals, yeah. CPAs. We're going, we're trying to get a lot of CPAs and, and attorneys into our 
stable, if you will. Yeah. Um, because they work with so many people that are transacting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a big source. And then we just recently started doing like uh, the Google paper clicks. Okay. How how did those turn out for you? Actually, Good. Yeah. So far. I think you, you're the first person I've talked to, real estate agent, on the podcast anyways, who's been doing, you know, Google ads. Yeah, we started doing it last year. And I mean, it worked out really well, especially because I have another agent on our team. And so, yeah. and they handle the buyers. And for them, it was, I mean, a huge source of their business. Yeah, probably phenomenal. And then do you mind if I ask you, like, how much are you guys actually spending on those ads? Like, what's a realistic number that's some new buy, maybe a we new agent? We spend about field, like so. 2500 a month. Interesting. Just all thrown on the ad parts? Yeah. That's cool. You guys run them yourselves or do you guys outsource it to somebody? Uh, we have a company that manages it for us. That's cool. Can I ask what the company is? I'm curious. Uh, well, I don't really like to share all my secrets. Cool. Cool. No, I, I don't I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Sometimes you got to keep what's working in. Um, that's cool. That's awesome. Well, I'm glad that's working for you guys. It's It, it seems like you guys definitely have the, the model down and, and it stuff's really working for you. Um, I did want to touch down on the, the, the CPA and stuff. There was something, it is a cool idea I'll share with you that I heard earlier from someone was, um, one way that they help their clients. And this is someone here in Florida. One way that they help their clients like see immediate results is what they'll do is they, they have a CPA who works with them in the business. And so when mm -hmm. they come to a buyer, the CPA will go through all their finances and say, Hey, look, you can save seven, eight, 10 grand here. And now you can spend a little bit more on your property, or you can save, you know, 10 grand per, per year here that, that that's your closing costs. You know what I mean? So, um, I thought I'd share that with you. Cause I thought that was actually a pretty cool idea from, from someone that was really cool. That is smart. Yeah. It was really cool. Just so they can like, you know, see, see the instant results and stuff, you know, cause some people will, it's, it's less with the real estate side. Um, I mean, even it, it, it even can go to the real estate side, right? It's like, it takes a while to buy a house, right? You're going to get people, you've seen it yourself, who take six months. I had a real estate agent today, someone who he's been nurturing for five years, just decided to buy a house with him. Five years, that, that blew my mind. That was a long time of nurturing someone. That is a long time. Um, but the person saw the instant results, right? They had a house in less than 30 days because they were like, you know, they knew what they want, but... If we right. can, if, if, you know, as real estate agents, we could figure out how can we save these people money or how can we help them and get them immediate results? You know, Hey, um, Richard, thank you so much for working with me. I'm going to list your property. First thing first, I actually want to deploy one of my personal CPAs free of charge, or, you know, maybe you and the CPA can work some outs where you guys are paying them per month, whatever yeah. free of charge. We're going to take a look at your finances and see what we can do to actually help you save more money. They see instant results. You build a connection, you build a relationship. I thought that was genius. I thought that, 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 that blew my mind. That was really cool. I yeah, heard that's that. a great idea. Yeah. Something you guys can test out, but I'm glad that, uh, I'm glad to talk to someone who's running ads because I haven't had anyone on the podcast talking about Google clicks. Everyone is doing referral onlys. Um, <laughs> so it's cool to to dive into that. Are you guys kind of doubling down on there or 2,500 bucks a month? It is what it is. And that's solid for you guys. Yeah. it's well, Right now that's like the sweet spot that's working well for us. We get like, I think last year we did nine transactions out of it. So that's pretty Oh, good. that's good. Paid for itself yeah. <laughs> immediately. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so we'll keep adding to that. I think yeah, we'll, we'll keep watching it this year and then see if we need to keep spending more or what have you. hundred percent. hundred percent. I know it. I know it changes all the, the time. The hardest thing is you get so many leads coming in and then like, it's hard to respond to all of them. Yeah. Yeah. And so really that's another area where we're, we're working on right now is like 
should we hire an ISA, like an inside sales agent or not? Yeah. Yeah. Um, just yeah. to follow up with those leads. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I agree. Cause I mean, I've, I've seen them, I've seen the ads. I, I have a real estate agent who, you know, I think they were bringing in like a hundred leads a month. It's like, yeah. you could call every single one, see what they're looking for. Half of them are going to be, you know, not ready anytime soon. So then you got to put them in the CRM and it's a lot, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, but it's good. It's healthy, right? It's healthy. So yeah, it's um, hard. And then you're chasing them to get them on the phone. And so like following up with them is pretty hard. So yeah. um, it's a lot of work. Yeah, it's been too much and you don't have the systems. You're kind of throwing money away. Yeah. No kidding. No kidding. That's awesome. Richard, let me ask, what kind of advice do you have for some of the new agents that are coming in? New agents, just going in the field, like what, what kind of advice do you have for, for the new guys coming in? Yeah, I think the biggest thing that I see most agents fail on is like treating this like a real business. Mm-hmm. So um, my biggest advice for new agents is like definitely set yourself a schedule and follow it. Yeah, yeah. It's not a game. You know, it's yeah. not a game. You don't just, you know, register the LLC and you're like, awesome, money's going to be made. It's it's real work. Yeah. That's a lot of yeah. work too. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely that. And then like learn to become a salesperson because most people think like they don't get into real estate with the idea that we're sales agents. Yeah. Yeah. And so they never really learn the skills on how to be a salesperson. So then like they don't know how to go out and find a business or even convert yeah. business to people, et cetera. Like, yeah. There's an in my office great guy but he's done over 200 open houses he's only had two closings like whoa he lacks skills you know yeah yeah and you know sales get such a bad rep you see the car salesman and you know they they just get such a bad rep and i feel like that's the salesman that everyone thinks about when you think sales you everyone just thinks about cars because it's the biggest thing and right. they're right. so pushy and aggressive and i know a lot of people who are like look i don't want to sell sell like that you don't have to sell like that but you still have to be right. like there are ethical people selling you know you don't have to be the, yeah. the salesman that's <laughs> pushing the car down your throat but yeah i agree with you you do need to to master the art of sales and if you can't do that yeah. then you can't sell right you can't grow right. yeah that's awesome sure. that's awesome sweet richard Anything else you kind of want to add? I mean, I, I, I hope hope you got some value out of the out of the the podcast. I definitely did, and I think a lot of the the new real estate agents who do listen to the podcast and the viewers will get will get a lot of value out of out of it as well. No, thanks for having me. Awesome, absolutely, Richard. Well, again, so thank you so much for for you know coming on. Where can people find you? How can we find you? So, um, well, I have an Instagram. It's Richard Boomer Berman. Cool. Or just my website, renosparkshomes.com. Renosparkshomes.com. Awesome. Richard, it was a pleasure having you on. Thank you so much. Uh, this has been another episode of the Real Estate Experts Podcast. We'll see you guys soon. All right.